Usually we talk for a minute lately, though, before we actually get into it. Yeah. So, that works just as well. There's been a couple opens that were just straight music, though. Yeah. Because either we got into it right away, or there's just nothing nothing, nothing good. Really. Yeah. Yeah, that does happen. Not this one. It's going to be a zinger. Mm. Coffee bird. Swamp Things I Hate About You. Uh, what is this? Episode 20. 20. Wow. 20, 20, 20. We were going to do something special, so we did a 12, uh, 20. We did a 20. And this is uh, Season 2, Episode 7 of the uh, Swamp Things series. Uh, Touch of Death. <sighs> this was an episode. Yeah, it uh, definitely had a beginning and end. It had a some middle stuff, stuff happened in the middle too, yeah. A lot of a lot of ups and downs, a lot yeah. of interesting things, some questionable acting. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of these. Yeah, all right. A little bit less now that there isn't a, just a straight up child. No, but with the loss of a child, we've gained many childlike talents. Uh, we gained the ability to shoot at night. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Dang. You can't, you can't Dang. work a child as much as Dang. you can work an adult. Dang, that's interesting. Never even considered that. Yeah. Uh, so we open up on this episode with a uh, dude making moonshine in the swamp as someone is uh, creeping up on him. Uh, we, see, we hear Arcane say that he looks like a prime target. Uh, he shouts, and then the moonshiner shouts into the trees that he knows someone is there, and that they should uh, reveal themselves. And then he's shot in the head with a laser, and he's uh, dead. And uh, Arcane's goons come out and check the body, and uh, Arcane's pleased that uh, by something he checks the body, and he's just like, "Yes, this will do fine." And uh, he pulls out a syringe and says, now let's bring him back to life, shall we? <laughs> and just injects him straight in the neck. Uh, yeah, nice needle shot. Yeah, I know some people really hate needles, but it's just like, that one's... That one's, um... Not bad. Oh. Yeah, no, that one, that one kind of weirded me out. I'm one of those people who... Who don't like the needles. Yeah. And yeah, that was definitely a turn my head moment the first time I saw it. Uh, so... 
What is it? Yeah, he injects it, and he injects the dead body in the neck, and then waits for ten seconds, and then starts slapping him and doing chest compressions, because whatever he injected him with isn't working immediately. Mm-hmm. Says wakey-wakey. And, that's uh... A good, that's a good method for waking someone up. And we find out that he is desperate for it to work, because that was the last of the serum that he had. And the Moonshiner's still dead, so Arcane tells his goons to bury him, and he just leaves. Uh, so we fade to some time later, uh, during a lightning storm, and uh, the Moonshiner rises from his grave, terrified. And then we, uh, we go to opening credits. That was an intro. Yep. I am the swamp. I do things. I was a man, but now I'm not. Do not bring your... Don't bring your evil shit here. Swamp thing. Green eyes. Uh, So yeah, then we are... Where are we at? We're at Will and Doc, and they're in some kind of boathouse. Together. Yeah, obviously. Sanding a boat. Uh, Doc says they might have to wait until tomorrow to varnish because of the storm. And Will's bummed out because he's really wanting to see Doc's, uh, Doc's varnishing secrets. Yeah, so Doc gives him shit because it's Friday night and, uh, varnishing a boat isn't what a young man should be doing. Uh... Was he implying something with that line? Yeah, he's implying that Will should go out and get some tram. Oh, yeah. okay. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I knew I knew there was something to that. I just yeah. I couldn't I couldn't quite get it. But while the while the doc is busting Will's chops, then the moonshiner suddenly busts in and grabs Will's hands for a second, and then stumbles around and backs out again. Runs away. Yeah. Uh, they both wonder what that guy... You think that's what the doctor was implying? What? Before? That's maybe what he thinks Will should have been more thinking about on a Friday night? No. Oh, no. He he wants Will to to go uh, have sex with ladies. Oh! Yeah. I think I'm following now. Uh, so yeah, they both wonder what that guy's deal was, and then, uh, Will starts to have some trouble standing. Uh, the doc is concerned, so he takes Will inside to run some tests and do doctor stuff. And, uh, and we cut to a little bit later, Tressa comes down with some coffee, and Will wanders over to the fish tank and kind of leans on it and feeds the fish. While he complains about feeling weak and like he's sinking, that like his he can't feel his hands. It's normal teenage stuff. Yeah. And uh, he just kind of wonders out loud if it has anything to do with that weird guy that touched his hands recently, and then he immediately started feeling bad afterwards. Ooh, yeah. I think it's that's definite then. Yeah. So Will goes to feed the fish. Uh, but he drops the fish food and the whole container into the, into the tank. So he grabs it out and he scoops some up 
And he just does it so poorly because his hands are so dumb. His hands, his hands on numb. Yeah, super, super numb, super numb. Uh, what again happens? Uh, the oh yeah, the ducks busting his chops again, telling him that the fish aren't the only thing that needs food. And uh, Will says, "It's fine. I'm just gonna have some coffee." And uh, so Tresha pours him a cup and uh, dumps some coffee on his hands. And she she starts like, "Will you okay? You burned?" And he's just like, "No, no, I can't feel anything." And then he just starts dipping his fingers into the coffee mug straight like, in. Yeah, like a goddamn lunatic. He's just like, "I can't, I can't feel my hands." I just can't feel my hands. And then the doctor's like, here, let me take a look. I'm a doctor. And Will's just like, no, stay away. Uh, And then he uh, looks over at the fish tank. Guess what he sees? Um, A three-ham omelet. No. Guess. Guess what um, he sees? Um... You should know, we just watched this. I know, Gilbert Gottfried? No. All the fish are dead. I'm a fish! No. Uh. No, all the fish are dead. Wow. I thought it was going to say it was a cake with my name on it. No. No, it's dead fish. Okay. It's the dead fish. Just as good. It's the dead fish. Uh, So then... What happens? Oh, yeah. Uh, Will rushes out of the house in a panic. And uh, because he's just like, my hands, they're... He's hideous. They're murderers. He's a monster. Murderer. <laughs> uh, so we cut to Arcane and Graham standing over the Moonshiner's now empty grave. Uh, apparently the only reason... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So apparently the only reason that... Um, they even found out that the grave was empty is because Graham's a fucking idiot and he forgot a shovel there and he had to go back and get it. And it's just like, you left your shovel at the scene of a crime. Yeah. You dumb fucking moron. How's this Arcane's like, number two guy? He's the only... How is Arcane, you know, with, I mean... It's not like this is their first time out. Graham's been his assistant for a while. Yeah, I'm sure Graham's, Graham's fucked up in the past. Graham's... Uh, How is Arcane... I mean, he's got to have a lot of money in the community. No, Graham seems like he's just a, just a putz. No, Graham does, but I mean Arcane. How has Arcane not gotten caught with Graham putzing around like that everywhere? Because uh, he works for the government. Um... So yeah, Arcane tells Graham uh, he's an idiot. Oh, yeah. uh, and he wants McCyrus uh, found and brought back. McCyrus is the name of the moonshiner that we learn. We well, we learn his name is McCyrus. McCyrus, classic name. Yeah. Uh, Arcane needs his blood for science. That's... For science. Uh, Graham questions why uh, they need a a McCyrus, but Arcane just yells at him and tells him just to find him. And then uh, he talks to himself about how fortunate he he was that he found one of uh, Dr. Holland's old uh, 
formulas. And it, uh, one of his old, uh, what was it, uh, bio-restorative formulas. Yeah, so apparently that's what he injected McCyrus with. Ooh. Uh, so we cut to Swamp Thing running through the swamp. Or we cut to Will, not Swamp Thing. Yeah, we cut to Will running through the swamp yelling, Hey, Swampy! So he's using, he's calling him Swampy again. Using that good name. Yeah. That's my favorite. I think that's my favorite uh, nickname in this show. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, they, it's, what is it? Um, I think Arcane should use it more. It'd be more insulting if Arcane oh, God, used it. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's... It doesn't, In a condescending fashion. It's not a term of endearment. It's like... Oh, hey, there's Swampy. I think he also calls him Alec in this episode, too. And it's just like, uh, he should just call him... Just call him Alec. Call him by his name. Call me yeah, by why it. doesn't anybody else call him that? Um, Arcane calls him Doctor Holland. Why does? But what? Where did? Where did Will even get the idea to call him Swampy? Um, it's not like he calls him Swamp Thing to begin with. He does. No, everyone calls him either Swamp Thing or Alec Holland. Why do they call him Swamp Thing? Is that just his his name? His Bigfoot name? That's his superhero name. It's his Bigfoot name. Yeah. He's not really a superhero yet in their lore, though. I mean, he's the, he's, more, he's, he's the protector of the swamp. Right. That's pretty but fucking I mean, like, heroic, man. Have you tried? But he's I'll more of a Sasquatch you. or a Bigfoot type character. All I'm saying is I don't see you out there protecting the swamp. And also, you don't know that Sasquatch or Bigfoot isn't just someone's alter I know. ego. I know. And it's... that Sasquatch comes home at the end of the day and he's just Dan Stevenson. That'd be cool. Large man. But... Lar- large hairy man. But, you know... Swamp Thing is, I think, less in the public eye a superhero, a caped crusader, as much as he's like. No, he's he's the protector of the swamp. Abominable snowman or Sasquatch. No, no, he was a man turned into legendary. He's like um, the Flash, or um... his origins are, but the way, but it's not like people know. It's not like it's public knowledge. Oh yeah, he's he's like a cross between uh, a superhero and uh, like creature from the Black Lagoon. I remember in the, some of the early comics, um, he couldn't talk, and it was so weird. It was just like, oh, so we're just following this silent character. We can we can hear his inner monologue, but like people can't interact it's with like him. It's like the he, life he, of a plant. He's literally just a monster to this world. He did have a a really good disguise that was, um, you know what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wore? Trench coat. Yeah, trench coat and a fedora, yeah. He just wore that, and that was his disguise. Yeah, killing it in a trench coat and fedora. I think he made friends with a dog at some point. That makes sense. Yeah. Like real friends? Like talk to it, like, telepathically or something? No, he can't talk to dogs. He's not, uh... He's not I don't here. know, he's plants. Yeah, no. That that would be that How do we know plants and dogs can't talk? Because they're two different um it doesn't mean anything. They're two different things. As yeah. far as we know. In the DC comics it does. Because there's Animal Man and he So there's the green, which is what Swamp Thing can communicate with. 
And then there's the red, which is like animals and stuff. That's what uh, like Animal Man and his daughter can communicate with. And then there's the gray or the black. I can't remember what that is, but that's like death and fungus and stuff. Uh, and then there's the silver, which it's like New 52 stuff. And that's like... Uh, a silver surfer and... Uh, no. Um, no, that Silver Surfer was Marvel, man. Um, no, it's so just like it's like tech. It's like AI and tech I'm, and stuff. What else starts with silver? Um, silverware. Silverware. What about silverware? Or um, no. Okay, I forgot what we were talking about. Let's let's get back. To, let's get back to the episode. We got that was a good tangent. Sylvester Stallone. No. Okay. Um. Uh. So we cut to Will running through the swamp, yelling "Swampy," or "Hey, Swampy." Uh. Will sees McCyrus uh being chased by one of Arcane's goons, and the goon shoots at Will with a laser, and uh. I couldn't tell if he got like grazed or if he just ducked down just in the nick of time. But the goon, the goon just runs past him on the ground. Yeah, that's surpri- that was a surprising moment, but it was enough to knock him out, it seemed like. No, but no, that's that's later. That's different. Because um, with this one, uh, as, as uh, Will goes up, he... Uh, see, as Will's standing up, another goon uh, shows up and tells him, uh, don't you know it's dangerous to be out in the swamp at night? Uh, oh, this okay. Yeah, but then Swamp Thing just immediately picks him up and throws him off screen. Uh, so Will and Swamp Thing hear McCyrus screaming in the distance. And we cut to McCyrus as he's grabbing one of the goon's arms and trying to plead with him to stop. And the goon starts shaking in pain and making a dork face. And then he is turned into like a skeleton man. Like yeah. A, or like a... Like a like a dried out mummy man. Kind of like one of those skeletons that you hang in your window or front lawn during Halloween time. Really bad fake eyes on there. Yeah. That that was that was a bad one. <laughs> uh so McCyrus is uh freaked out by this as anyone would be, and he uh he runs off again. And Swamp Thing investigate the the body and then uh as Swamp Thing's looking it over, he says, uh, An old ghost has just come back to haunt me. And uh, that's when we learn about the serum that was incompatible with the human cell structure. Ooh. So, basically, he goes on to explain that it uh, makes it so that his body doesn't run on electricity anymore. It runs on human life force. Oh, God. Classic yeah. switch. And... And it's basically, his body is dead, but it's staying alive by uh, sucking the life force from people. And just what? drying them out. Now that would be an April Fool's joke and a half. Dude, suck all, you know what I mean? Like, I pranked you, you bro. You can't, you can't touch anyone anymore. Yeah. You're gonna suck all the life out of all your you're friends like and King, family. You're like King Midas, but you, instead of gold, you get death 
Goldfinger was the man with the Midas touch. No. Yeah, that was Goldfinger, yeah. I was gonna say. Goldfinger! She's the man with the Midas touch. That was. Goldfinger! You should do that You'll song be karaoke. You'll woman soon. Should right. do that song karaoke. No. <laughs> I think I think that would be a good time. For me, especially. Watching you do that song. No. Uh, no. I, I've done karaoke once, and uh, I was way too loud. <laughs> now you can perfect it and do Goldfinger. No. I have to be the right level of drunk to get on stage and sing. Make this happen. No. No, thank you. What if we do a duet? That would be... That'd be fun. I could do... I I really do like doing uh really romantic duets with friends that make everyone else really uncomfortable. That sounds super fun. Yeah. So is it going to have to be Afternoon Delight? No, that one's... That song's just straight up too filthy. And cliche, I think. Yeah. No, no, but, uh... Like, um, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Ooh. or, uh, Sonny and Cher is always really, is really funny for that. You know, it's funny, because they're, cause they're two dudes singing a love song together. It's like, what? Dudes can't be in love. It's crazy. Yikes. It's gonna really get those heads turning. They're like, what? Two men in love? Now I've heard it all. Okay. Okay, we're really getting off on it. Where are we? Um, Old Ghost. MC Cyrus. Uh, So Will wonders why he isn't dead if McCyrus touched him. And uh, Swamp Thing tells him that, you know, it's probably just didn't touch you long enough, and you're, you're you, should, yeah. you count your blessings. Uh, so Will starts Will starts freaking out because he thinks he might have the he might have the uh, the touch the touch. touch He's the got the touch of death. Touch of Satan. Little little touche of Satan. No, but he's got the touch of death, and oh. because of uh, you know, the dead fish. Really, the only thing that he touched that died. It's not like he touched a flower and it wilted in his hands or anything. It was just like the fish died after you dumped way too much food in the you tank. Fed it, yeah, you practically fed it a three-hand omelet. Uh, so we cut to Abigail sitting on the front porch while uh, some menacing music plays and an axe appears in frame, slowly what? approaching. Uh, it's How mixed- come the axe didn't die? Uh, but it's uh, McCyrus, uh, and uh, he lifts the axe and swings it right down onto a stump next to Abigail. And he tells Abigail that he's done chopping up all the wood. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he seems he seems pretty cool. And uh, yeah, Abigail told him uh, that that wasn't the deal. They should eat first and then work later. And she hands him a bowl of uh, food. 
And then uh, suspenseful music plays during the handoff Ooh. of the bowl. Uh, but they don't touch, and it's fine. Oh, okay. And uh, she asks him where he's from, and he says, It's funny. I can't remember nothing from uh, for the past couple days. Liar. You remember, like, four things. Well, yeah. He goes on to say that uh, he can't... Uh, can remember like the smell of corn mash and some uh what is it some tin soldier that he lost in the creek and in the creek and the yeah. dog named chippy Ooh, with fur as smooth as silk or something like that fur so smooth you'd think he was from china that's right like, what smooth the as silk fuck does that Tesla. uh so he drops a fork and uh, there's another suspenseful will their hands touch moment. He's oh like, no, no, I got it. I can pick it up. Usually that would be a moment for a romantic comedy. Yeah. But that didn't uh, but yeah, go the same way. While he's telling him what, what he can remember, while he's telling Abigail what he can remember, uh, she says that he's lucky. Uh, it sounds like he has more pleasant memories than she has. And it's just like, Ooh, way to be a fucking bummer, Abigail. One upper. Abigail. At least you have memories. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Tressa comes up, says hello, asks who McCyrus is, and goes to shake his hand. Looks directly into his cross eyes. Yeah, he does have some wonky eyes. He's got some wonky eyes, and Tressa notices them at first glance, because she's weirded out on the first... Well, the there's first just gl- some stranger at his house. Yeah. And then... I feel like this is probably not the first just rando that Abigail's brought to the house. Her kid's Jim. Did she ever forget what it was like having Jim around when rando 30-year-olds were just there all the time? She tries not to think about Jim. Those memories are too oh, painful. Man. That's why she opened up the boat shop and rents out his room. I think she tries to forget about that time because all the thir- rando 30-something-year-olds over. There's yeah. actually something else going on. Jim being gone is a lot less problematic, even though he was sold into slavery. But not worth bringing up. <laughs> no. Um. But. So, um. What is it? Abigail goes to take Cyrus to show him the tool shed, uh, but she, fall <sighs> and twi- she falls and twists her ankle. Ah. <sighs> And uh, McCyrus goes to give her a hand, but the wind picks up, and they just start looking all around, and the camera kind of zooms in on Abigail, and then when the wind stops and she looks, uh, McCyrus isn't there anymore. And she's yeah, just that like, was, uh, like the wind. Weird. Uh, so... We see that swamp thing has taken McCyrus, and he's dragging him through the swamp, oh. and McCyrus is like, no, please don't hurt me, please don't hurt me. And the whole time he's grabbing that swamp thing's arm, and it's sizzling. And uh, then swamp thing pulls back his hand to see that it's uh, turning human. Oh. And then uh, <laughs> swamp thing states the obvious. You touch it's turning me human. Then we cut to commercial. He said it just like that. Yeah. Uh, so we cut back, uh, and we are at Arcane's Evil Factory. Where he's doing an autopsy on the goon that McCyrus turned into a mummy. Uh, 
Arcane tells his frozen wife, it's uh, Tatiana, <laughs> yeah, that she should have uh, taken the bio-restorative formula after she was dead, not before. It's like, oh, you That's fool. from Captain Hindsight. Uh, but then he goes on to tell her that um, he'll get McCyrus, drain all his blood, and get the formula from that. And uh, once again, oh yeah, once again, this is just another thing of how he's so much, he's, even when when he's talking to his frozen wife, he's just like, I will get this thing to rescue you because it will improve my standing in the scientific world. And it might also save your life as like an actor. Yeah. Yeah, clearly more uh, uh, occupied with himself. So, um, when he's done kind of monologuing to his frozen dead wife, he calls up Graham on a giant's phone and tells him to commence the hunt. And an alarm starts blaring, and all his henchmen start running off looking for McCyrus. Good hunt siren during that scene. Yeah. Yeah, good old classic, just kind of siren sound. Siren. Uh, so we cut to McCyrus sleeping on the ground while Swamp Thing talks aloud about uh, what McCyrus can do means. In my notes here, I have McCyrus cross-eyed AF. So I assume he did something really cross-eyed during this scene. His eyes Again. were probably his eyes were probably just open. But yeah, no, he's he's really cross-eyed. Okay, I'm done talking about that. There's nothing wrong with being cross-eyed, but that's clearly not natural. I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure he's making a deliberate choice with that. Um, someday that might be deemed as a non-PC. Yeah, making fun of someone's looks and appearance. Yeah. And they can't make yeah. yeah. Some might argue right now that that isn't great. Yankee. Yeah. Ugly fuck. Yeah. Why? Hey. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, the, I'm real self-conscious about it. The ugly store called. They ran out of you. Oh. Oh. boom You've been whacked by the insult whacker. Yeah. The insult whacker? Whacker. Nice. Alright, go on. Uh, so... Cyrus is cross-eyed. Uh, so... God damn it, where am I? I was trying to give you a hint. I'm... (laughs) Uh, so we cut to McCyrus sleeping on the ground while Swamp Thing talks loud about uh, what McCyrus can do means and how it might turn him human again. But not save his ass. And uh, as Swamp Thing says, I've been given a chance for my life from a dead man. And McCyrus wakes up and he, he says, what do you mean I'm dead? And Swamp Thing's like, yeah, dude, you got shot in the brain with a laser. And your blood has a serum in it that makes you kill people. It's like you're basically an abomination. You shouldn't shouldn't be allowed to live. Uh, so, but Swamp Thing also tells him not to blame himself. Blame Arcane. He's the one that killed you and injected you with the serum. 
Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. After all this, McSyrus still asks if I'm like, am I gonna be okay? Oh Swamp- yeah, sure, dude. And the Swamp Thing just very bluntly is just like, no. <laughs> uh yeah. What happens? Uh, McSyrus needs to uh, pull the light. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, McSyrus needs to pull the life force out of other people to stay alive. Um, and so he also apparently uses that life force when he makes Swamp Thing human. So to fully turn Swamp Thing human, he'd have to drain a bunch of people. And Swamp Thing's not down with that. Swamp Thing's not going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to kill I don't know, it people. looked like it crossed his mind for maybe It a crossed second. his mind for a second, but he's it's just like, like no, I can't do this. You just see the dollar signs behind his eyes just cashing in. Swamp Serum. And then uh, McSyrus tells Swamp Thing that he wouldn't kill anyone. And Swamp Thing says, maybe it's not in your heart, but... You well, nothing is, he's dead. Well, it, it's uh, may, it maybe not. It's maybe not in your heart, but uh, you don't have any control over it. Over time, you'll just uh, you'll do it to stay alive. It was a yeah. Uh, in time, the instinct for survival would take over, and you'd kill anyone to stay alive. And uh, Swamp Thing finally seems to convince him uh, when he mentions that it's like you could have killed a- uh, Abigail today, and you didn't even know it. And. Uh, that's that's what really gets him. Ooh, well, that's a that's a that's a tough moment. It's it a is good a tough moment. moment. Was that a late commercial? You think? Uh no, because immediately after that, uh, one of Arcane goons comes up and shoots them with a laser. Oh, that's yeah. right. And then I remember now. And we cut to Will's apartment, where Will is packing a bag to leave, and Abigail comes in asking him what's wrong. And why he doesn't want to touch people, and no, she can't read people's minds. She just kind of says that out of nowhere. It's like she's reading his mind, and it's just like she doesn't get the irony in that. Uh, he tells her that he, he saw a man with a touch of death, and uh, now he thinks he might have it too. I thought you were going to say he thought he was a blues man. No. Blues man had the touch of Satan. I saw a man with the touch of death. Now, now I think I'm a blues man. I think I'm a blues man. Think I'm on the Mississippi, Kentucky blues. That's how it goes, actually. It's uh, how you make uh, slow churn mac and cheese. I'm on the vegetarian chili blues. Nice. I use beans as a meat substitute. Ooh. I'm on, I'm on to you there. Yeah. Well, their beans are good protein. Oh, yeah. Totes protes. I'm talking about beans. Legumes. Legumes. They full of protein, don't you know? And starch. Is this blues? Is that how blues goes? I think I think I'm like into like lounge singing, kind of. You are crooning a bit. <laughs> crooning, yeah. Crooning oh. about legumes. I'm a crooning about legumes. Oh. Skibbity bop boppy. Oh. Yeah. If you picture I'm sitting here, dreamy head, 
feet dwindling. Just a big bowl of hot beans. Hmm. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Uh, oh, man, okay. Um. So what were we talking? About? Abigail's a scientist-ish, almost. I think. Not quite to that point, but we're getting close. That's the next thing I have in notes. Okay. Okay. I uh. I went. I turned too far of page, and I'm just like, this, this seems like we went too far. Um, so, yeah, Will's packing a bag, and Abigail comes in, uh, and he tells, yeah, he saw, okay, yeah, he saw a man with a touch of death on his hands, and now he might have it, too. <laughs> he might have the blues. He might have the blues. <laughs> uh, Abigail basically tells Will that uh, he's acting crazy. And uh, the fish probably died because of uh, all the varnish chemicals he had on his hands. Duh. Duh, you dummy. You you idiot. Kill the fish. God, you didn't wash your hands before. And it's like, he's also lucky he didn't drink any of that coffee. Yeah. He poisoned himself. Or like he doesn't chew his nails or... Will's a classy guy. Will's a class act all the way. Or uh, he trims his nails because he's constantly. Uh, what if he goes to the bathroom? What if he? T- what if he? You know, touched his woo woo. I mean, as long as he doesn't have any open sores. I mean. I mean, most men do, obviously. What if? Uh, I don't know. What if? What if he got an itch in his eye? And... <laughs> okay, I thought you were gonna say in his urethra. <laughs> no. Where's your mind sometimes? Well, I thought, no, I thought we were still talking about um, if we went to the bathroom. Good save. <laughs> Saved by the bell. Yeah. And? No. <sighs> That's not an American joke. We don't use that phrase. <sighs> what phrase? Bellend. Oh. Yeah. I didn't uh, say that. So Swamp Thing's got the Montana blues. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So uh, Abigail says he's probably just had some chemicals on his hands. Uh, but Will says he can't risk it. And uh, Abigail's like, okay, you're freaking out. I'm going to lock the door. Shoot. And... I'm gonna lock the door. I'm gonna hold on the keys. I'm gonna make you touch me. This isn't going to be like she's gonna stay there. Construed as anything weird. Yeah, she's gonna stay there, and uh, they're gonna figure out what to do. Uh, So we cut back to Swamp Thing uh, waking up. Waking up, and McCyrus is gone. Apparently, the laser blast knocked them out. Yeah, that's the time they get knocked out. Yeah. Uh, so he looks at his human hands and laments that he's not as powerful as he should be, uh, because, oh, because he's got human oh, hands. Uh, so yeah, he wakes up. And he looks at his human hands, and he's just like, I should have known the human side of me is the weakest side. 
And I was just like, well, yeah, because the other side of you is this literal, like, super-powered plant man that in one episode you shoved your arm into a, a fan to stop a fan boat. It's like, yeah, you couldn't do that with that meat hand. Of course it's going to make you weaker. Uh, so he says to himself that he'll get McCyrus back and uh, maybe raise a little hell in the process. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so we cut back to the evil factory where Graham and another goon are talking about some drainage problem they're having with their open air acid pit. And it needs to be fixed or else the pit will be too full of acid. <sighs> That's crazy. Dude. How many people do you think a year die in open air acid pits? Um, or a decade? No, I think a year, yearly it's probably... How many people do you think die every year from getting hit in the head with a golf ball? Because I want to say it's probably like a third of that. So, like 16? Something like that, yeah. And it's changed a lot now since we got... I mean like a decade. We it's got like 16 a decade. No, 16 a year. Oh, no. It's you're like going two, off, it's you're like going two off, a year. You're going off bad statistics, man, no. Can't, can't you you can't gauge that one by are you going sometimes are you, there are years without one at all are you going off the Canadian Labor Bureau of Acid Pit Statistics that's usually the most reputable source I mean yeah but you're only getting stuff from Canada I'm talking about right, American but, acid I mean, pits which... I will say yes the American acid pits data are a little less scrupulous but you can get more from it and gather from that a, an average that will tell no, you really none of it I mean is that data or a story it's data how do you know it's it's American data yeah. At least the Canadian acid pit tests and all of their stuff. I mean, they have fewer acid truthful. pits, so so their numbers aren't going to be But they're truthful. They're truthful tellings. There's no there's no telling what our acid pits are actually But doing. we have more acid pits, that's why we need to get the statistical data from our own actually country. actually know what's going on inside of them. I mean, the people that are inside the acid pits are the are part of the statistics. They're the people that fell in. Know your acid pits 2019. No, we need to keep people away from acid pits 2020. That's the problem. How close is too close for an acid pit? I mean, it also, it becomes, I mean, I will Do we really need them inside of our school zones? Yes, how else are we supposed to process chemicals during the school day? It's also, also... A lot of acid is just a byproduct of most schoolwork. A lot of children just produce a lot of acid that needs to be drained to a separate site, or else, this, or else, are you saying you want our schools to be filled with acid? How are, how how are we going to uh, fulfill the infrastructure after that point? Then we fill it with acid pipes. Everything has pipes of acid running through it, and then we build the infrastructure around that. The On same, top of the that. same acid that we're feeding them. No, we don't feed them acid. We we extrude what about the, the acid, acid that we and feed them. We're not feeding them acid. Not a lot. I mean, yes, tomatoes. That's somewhat acidic. Lemons ooh, sometimes. That's really, ooh, yeah. Yeah, those are. What about milk? Lactic acid's a thing. But I don't mean that kind of acid. I, I mean, mean just little bits that I mean we have to get rid of it somehow. Yes. And we feed it into pits. And it eventually evaporates and then it goes away. Or it hits the 
I don't know. It goes. It, it, it floats off into space. That's where the gray area of our reporting of the acid pits comes into question. No, it goes off into space. It goes to Mars, and which is the Martians' problems. I don't know. That's the, what about what about the other twelve percent? What about it? That's within that's the acid we're not seeing. And it's no, still that's here. within the margin of error. So, regardless, I still say my answer is about 16 per decade. I still think it's 16 per year. You're going off of Canadian You just statistics. said about a quarter of golf ball deaths. 64 a decade on golf ball deaths. Once again, are you going off Canadian golf standards? Or American? Well, I'm really just uh, following Scottish, actually. You're going... You're okay. That's that's where your numbers are off. You're going with the European tour. They've been doing golf a lot Scottish longer. Scottish is different from the European, and they will fight you to the bone about that. No, Scots are different <laughs> than English, but they are a part. Uh, I mean, I guess technically they're trying not to be part. I of mean, and, and but in golf, I mean, we're talking out our ass. Different. We don't know anything about. That. Um. Uh, so yeah, uh, they're talking about their open the air. They're oh. talking about their uh, open air acid pits that need to be fixed. Uh, then Arcane is walking around with a chained up McCyrus because uh, they got him. They are you sure that's not him. just a new look? Yeah, McCyrus is just kind of into that, maybe. Yeah, no, he's not into it. He's obviously not into it. Okay. Um, but yeah, Arcane's telling him what his life's gonna be like now. He'll want for nothing and live forever. It's kind of better. And it's, I mean, it's not. It's not true. He, we just had a scene before where Arcane's just like, yeah, I'm gonna get this guy. I'm just gonna drain all his blood sure, so I can get all his blood serum. I'm pretty serum. sure Dire Straits wrote a song about that. Dire Straits didn't write any songs. Dire Straits songs were all written by the country, the, that, that animatronic band from Chuck E. Cheese. Ooh, um, Devo. No, Devo was a group of aliens that came here to try to freak our beans, but Mm -mm. they didn't. Parliament. Well, Parliament's the ones that tried to tried to bring peace and love across the universe with funky groups. That was that was war. No, you're thinking of Worf, the Klingons from Star Trek. The <laughs> and his, uh, his Batleth. His mighty Batleth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Arcane's gonna drain his lies so like some variety of Dracula. Um, let's see. Ba 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 ba. McCyrus wants to be with his friends. He's bummed out. He doesn't want to do this. Uh, Kane tells him, I'll be the only friend that you need. And then, uh, <laughs> need or has. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then Swamp Thing finally pops up and tells Arcane that this needs to stop. And, uh, Arcane tries to strike Dude, him. this is going too far. God, dude. You've got to change. you got to chill out, man. Chained up. This is going too far. Uh, uh, Arcane tries to strike a deal with him, uh, asking a Swamp Thing to give him two weeks, and he'll turn him back into, uh, into a human. Uh, Swamp Thing refuses, because he knows Arcane's fucking lying. 
And uh, Arcane pulls a laser out on him, telling him that since he's already got the bio-restorative formula in McCyrus, he doesn't really need Swamp Thing around anymore. I don't need you, Swamp, swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is hurt by that statement. I don't need you, Swamp Hard. Thing. I'm pretty sure Swamp Thing was really hurt by that statement. I am going to shoot you with my laser, Swamp Thing. Especially after the little uh, exchange that happens next. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. You mean how he just slaps the laser out of his hand like a little punk bitch? Yeah. Makes him look stupid. Yeah, Swamp Thing just slaps the laser out of Arcane's hands. And uh, he gets Arcane in a bear hug and is just like, Yeah, I'm going to throw you in this acid pit. I'm going to throw me too because I don't, I don't care. I'm going crazy. And then the one-upper that he is, McCyrus. Yeah, McCyrus runs over and is just like, This is uh, this all has to stop. And he runs over to the acid pit. And, uh, he fucking, in a super hasty decision, I think he could have thought that through a little bit more. I mean, I think he thought it through well enough where it was just like the only way that he the only way that he would be able to keep living is to murder people. Yeah. And so he jumps in or no, he he says if he he can't go through life not touching anyone. uh, And so he might as well be dead. That's what I mean. He could have not murdered people and not touched people, right? Uh. No, because that that's the thing that was keeping him alive, was taking other people's life force. That's the whole thing, is that he's dead. Oh, okay, so yeah, he'll get His cells are dead, but... After he's, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't know. That's the, that, that's the thing we Maybe didn't... Maybe he had some god dang willpower. Well, no, no, that's the thing we didn't see in this episode, because it, it just didn't have time to do it, was... Like him going for a while, not touching someone, and like feeling sick or feeling like he's yeah, about to true. die with it. True. It was just Swamp Thing saying something that we saying, talked about. It's just people saying that that's what right, and happen. he and he trusted those opinions before actually experiencing it. Uh, so Swamp Thing says he might be able to help him, uh, but he can't guarantee that. Uh, no one can. And then. Um, was it Arcane immediately tries to guarantee him that he can save his life? Yeah, you could do it, dude. Um, but McCyrus rightly doesn't believe the dude that just had him chained up. Your opinion? Uh, yeah. So McCyrus says he never he never would have hurt anyone, and then he jumps into the acid pit. Right into the acid pit. Uh, so then Swamp Thing tells Arcane. It's over. I can't become human, and you can't save Tatiana. And then he just leaves and kind of pushes Arcane a little bit, so he Near falls. Yeah, yeah, he falls down the side of the pit and just kind of slides down and has to grab onto some stuff, so he doesn't get burnt alive in acid. And once again, another <laughs> yeah. hilariously badly acted moment. Yeah, I- I'm up between that. His little his little dance as he almost falls down the thing, and Abigail falling earlier when she turned. Ouch! I turned my ankle. My ankle. Ow. Um. See, so yeah, he flounders up the sides he up the side of the acid pit and says to himself, "He has no humor whatsoever. No sense of humor whatsoever." Oh, uh, wah wah wah. 
Uh, so we cut to Abigail leaning over Will, um, as he's asleep. Uh, he wakes up and tells her not to touch him. Uh, but she says she thought about it, and that's not his decision. His body is not his choice. And, uh, <laughs> and then she kisses him. And, uh... So she was right all along about the chemicals. Yeah. Fucking A. Well, it, Will just assumed that he had it. It was it was just a thing where God. he never he never tested it on it. He didn't like it was actually just stupid chemicals. He didn't get like that's what killed the fish. Yeah, the whole time. Actually, yeah. But well, also apparently, or not, or maybe fish food. Oh, too much. Fish too much fish. They might have just been too much fish food. My, I I like the idea that it was just too much fish food. Um. But yeah, they kiss and she doesn't die. Um, so he doesn't have the touch of death, he just has dirty chemically hands. Yeah. Um, he asks Abigail if he, if she wants to try it again, just to make sure, and she gives him that, like, oh, oh. you, you rascally dog kind of look. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Let cut, me get, then yeah. we get, uh, Swamp Thing, we cut to him, and he's lifting up both of his hands so we can see that they're both swampy and whole oh. again. And, uh... Like the end of... And then he, uh, turns around and goes into the swamp to do his little voiceover, and it's, uh... It's sad that anyone so unmoved by others would burden a simple man like McCyrus with the touch of death. And we uh, cut to credits. And it's like just like the end of uh, Tunic, Tunic, Tune. Yeah. Yeah, if you know that. If you know that great video. He, he did those hands. He, he did. did those hands. Like. <sighs> yep. Yeah, Race to the Sun. Um. Yeah, that was, that was an episode. That was an episode that was... That was kind of a painful one. I don't know. I thought it was fine. I mean, um, it was entertaining, but man, there were some just really, really, really badly acted parts in that one. Like, yeah. like showca- showcasingly bad. McCyrus in general, he McCyrus's I, overall dopiness and cross. Yeah, he was, yeah, and... he was over the. He was over. The, he he reminded me a little bit of Ernest, but oh god, yeah, but a little less uh, of a cartoon. Um, he was a criminal, he was a moonshiner, so he definitely deserved to be murdered. The government should only be able to tell us what, uh, <laughs> what alcohol's to make. Burp. We didn't have, uh, the robot, uh, general in this one. No, no, probably. This is a general free episode. Yeah, no, this is just, He's uh... He's been reoccurring, though, for a while, and... This is just more of uh, Arcane just testing Bumbling some, on his own. Yeah, testing some serum, trying to bring Tatiana back. I wonder if he's ever going to do that. Maybe. I don't know. I feel like they're going to do that at some point, and it, but it's going to be like... A horrible this fe- mishap. Yeah. Or it's going to be something where it's just like, this feels like the end of an arc, but we're like two episodes into the next season. I feel something. like he'll bring her back and then she'll find out that his intention's never really about her and then she'll try to kill him and then he'll end up killing her instead or she'll take the fall and save Swamp Thing or Will or someone else like that. I don't or know. Or Abigail. I don't know. 
Abigail will be in peril, and she'll have to decide whether or not to save Abigail or kill Arcane, and she'll choose to save Abigail instead. I feel like whenever I hear people speculating about shows, they it's just like they always get it wrong. And it's just like, it's, how do, how do people we're following, write shows? If we're following cliche, I mean, that's what would happen. Yeah. If Tatiana came back to life. I have a feeling it's probably just they're never going to address They're never going to really deal with it. I think that would be... That'd be what this show would do. Is just have this have this kind of talking to this nothing. Yeah. Um What'd you think of the episode? Highlights. What'd you like? What's your highlights, favorite part? Highlights, lowlights. Um, highlight of the episode would be the uh the uh <laughs> the um um the constant sneaking euphemism at what the doctor must have meant when he was talking about what Will should be doing on a Friday night. It wasn't constant. They just, I think they it just came up, up. I think it came up every three minutes. It only came up once, literally, <laughs> in like the in the first three minutes just, of the episode. It never ended. It was just one thing after another. Will kept getting into situations, and I liked how everyone. I liked how everyone in this episode had um, a laser instead of a gun. That was weird. That was interesting and kind of weird, but yeah, that was that was a thing. All those hatchet had lasers. No, I think general favorite thing for real though in the episode would be. Uh, I don't even. I, uh, yeah. I feel like I should have something. But, I don't know. Nothing real notable, this one. Uh, just a lot of bad... Just a low lot lights, of bad then? What's, uh, what's something you didn't like? Acted moments. I, I, I liked them, but they were just... They were too many really badly acted... Big, quote-unquote, big moments. Arcane's fall, Abigail's fall... Will's they could have woe, they a could have lot done, of Will's woey moments. They could have done entirely without Will's storyline in this episode and it would have been fine. Didn't need to happen at all. Didn't didn't improve the tension of the episode. No, it was its own thing and it carried off it hobbled on its own little yeah. path kind of and then The only thing it led to is Will and Abigail kissing and they could have come to a better story than that. Yeah. I agree. They could they could have saved that for an for an episode where it was like focused on them, and instead of like having it split between McCyrus and Will. Um, but yeah, that'd probably be my least favorite stuff. Is just like they the the whole Will stuff just could have been done differently, or they could have had. Just not had him focus on. Yeah. just like, oh, I think I'm. Gonna, I think I got this thing, but I'm not gonna ask. I'm not gonna have anyone help me. But I'm gonna feel bad because this bad thing might be happening. But no, you can't help me. And then someone finally helps him, and it was just like, it's fine. Uh, what would you? What would you rate it? Five turned ankles. Okay. Out of ten. Turned ankles. Out of ten, uh... If you're rating the five else. turned ankles, it's out of turned ankles. It doesn't have to be that way. I mean, I... Th- 
yeah, kind of how a lot of them go. It's not like it's five stars out of ten, ten pasta dishes. Yeah, that's what I was going for. No. Then your scale has no point of reference. Dude, I've... It's not a real scale, though. It's not... No, yes it is. It's five things. Then you can't... Okay, if it's two things, then then you definitely can't do an average on it. Because they're com- two completely different things. But they're not... None of it's real. It's, it's all just word placeholders. It's, no, just... No, oh, it bugs me. <laughs> Five. Five. Turned ankles. Okay. Out of ten turned ankles? Out of, uh... Ten, uh... Two neck, two neck, two hands. No. No. Um, At least I kept them as both body parts. I give it a... Six... Six lasers. Six lasers out of ten lasers. Six laser guns out of ten laser guns. Shooting a moonshiner in the brain. Uh, it wasn't the worst. Uh, no, it wasn't, wasn't the best. The best. Yeah. It it was cheesy in a way I like. But like I said, that whole the whole will part could just could just be gone. They could put it in a completely different episode. They could have if it was the focus of the episode. Um, if it, like, he kept killing stuff, or, like, or even if they did a thing where it was just, like, he held a flower or something, or a plant, and it died in his hand. And it was a little more convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Then he should be worried, instead of just being, like... Speculation off the... Yeah. yeah. Um... But maybe that's a valuable lesson they tried to teach us. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know, I think Will, I think Will in general... Needs to pull out a little bit more of his uh, South Philadelphia street smarts, dude. Yeah, street he's smarts. not street smarts. He's not just at like, all. He's he's street. He's street dopey. He needs to. I mean, you know, pull out some of his like hockey moves. Like he's always wearing, you know, flyers stuff. I want to see him wearing flyers. Stuff. I want to see him like knock a knuckle puck at someone or something. Oh, those fools in Louisiana wouldn't know what to do with a good old knuckle. knuckle no, buck. that's what I'm saying. He could really, he could really blow some minds with a, you know, get him a high sticking or an icing at least. Yeah, I mean, he could uh, like do that thing where you like scrape a bunch of ice at someone, you cause it to do that, but he does it with mud. And Ooh. it gets in their eyes, and they're just like, Ooh, and just like, oh, Will, Will, last name, I forgot. Ooh, but mud's good for your skin, so they'll what is his last name? get over it. Is he Langford as well? No, because he's got a different... Kip. No. Langford isn't their last name. Wasn't that, wasn't that Jim's last name? No. That's Grandma's last name, the Langford House. But she's Kip. Kip was his dad. Oh, okay. Okay, then yeah, he's he's Will Kip. No, Kip was his dad's first name. Is it? I thought so. I thought it was something different. I don't know. Yeah. 
Uh, These episodes, I, I have a big problem with this show where it's just like I completely forget about this show, <laughs> even though all the notes I take for it, just like it seems like I'm watching it. But, uh, Robo finger. That's that could have that's an episode after that I think. Yeah. Doesn't oh, matter. it's his dad. I just wrote dad all the time. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Still uh, want that coffee? What? What? Uh, but yeah, I think that that's that's gonna about do it. That's that. We had a real long bullshit session in the middle of this episode. <laughs> that, was a, that was an episode. Yeah, I think it worked. Yeah, no. Uh, definitely turned out better than the first time we tried to record this. Uh, oh, where, where the audio was happened? just... Jacked yeah, that. Yeah, that audio was so bad. You're so lucky you're not listening to that. It sounded like we were coming straight from the bottom of a well. Yeah, um, definitely one of those things where uh, you check if uh, the mics are turned on before you... Uh... Yep, and I did do that this time. Uh, but yeah, so... Yeah, until next time, I will uh, see you in the swamp. I wouldn't do that. We're trying to fade in music. <laughs> we don't need just a high-pitched whine. There's going to be a nice bomb falling. No. And then we could have went into it. No. Alright, this better be happening now. No. But yeah, we'll see you, uh, see you in the swamp. <laughs>